Hello, you're listening to Love is War, and this is the Puppet Master. Um, I have a concern tonight. I, you know, I, I'm thinking to myself, you know, some things were said. I, I don't know if I'm overthinking it. I don't know if it's a mind game. I don't know if I'm being controlling. I don't really know. Um, so I kind of want to try to just talk through it. This, this may end up being just me rambling. I don't know. But I'll record it. I'll see what it sounds like. Okay? So, there was a few uh, highlight things from this past weekend and interactions with the old uh, ex. And there's some things that I am finding alarming. And, And it's just in some of the verbal cues that are going around. And I have found in, in a relationship, particularly a marriage or a romantic relationship, especially when somebody is very uh, deceptive or deceiving. I don't know if I used the word right the first time, but someone who likes to deceive you, someone who goes behind your back uh, and, and is not truthful with you. It's all about picking up the subtle cues, the little hints. The little fucking nuggets that are laid out for you to see. The breadcrumb trail that leads you to whatever you need to know to get the real truth. I can admit I am terrible at this. I want to think good out of people. I live in a constant state of denial when it comes to some people. I don't know why I do this. I, I, I don't know. It's just a way of... You know, the same way I like to give people three strikes that I'm on the fence with is the reason why I am in denial with people that I want to be friends with or want to have relationships with or anything like that. I stay in denial because I don't want that to ever hurt a friendship, ever hurt a marriage, ever hurt a relationship, whatever you want to call it. So I tend to put on blinders to things that may bug others. It may bug me at the time. I may rant about it and be pissed. But normally I'll sit down later and be like, okay, is it worth, you know, starting a guff over? No, normally isn't. But in this marriage, I have found, I have got to follow the little fucking bread trail to the truth. And, um, you know, I I had to do that. One of my friends in particular had, had helped me. Um, follow these bread trails or help me find the road map to the bread trail um, or just heard me say things in a non-biased way and, and, and question it. And uh, another friend has also mentioned very close to the same thing. Uh, one thing is is there's always been this unsettling feeling like there's adultery going on. Now, until I know it for sure, I can always say it's no. Was it ever on my side? Absolutely not. I cannot guarantee that on the other. I don't have enough trust to say that it never did happen. But I'm starting to see more and more breadcrumbs. Uh, one such breadcrumb is, you know, we've been going through this uh, disillusion now 
we're going on two years. There was a moment within that two years that we tried to make things work. <sighs> Failed miserably. Hence why I did the clean break thing. We should have just did it and been done with it. Um, and never gave anybody any false hope. Uh, but there, there's one, you know, as far as with the kids and what's going to go on with the kids, that had always been a concrete solid plan where I work my degree I can't get work in my local town I could get it but I'm talking receptionist positions like $13 an hour that's what a lot of the kids I graduated with went off and got and some of them are just now moving into you know the the uh, 17 18 19 dollar an hour jobs uh you know doing different things but it is a constant grind where i'm from and i i don't want that grind um so i have to live an hour and a half away from my children lucky ex-wife that means she gets the kids during the week and and one weekend for every two i have have them um I would love it to be perfect 50-50, but I can't. Um, it's not fair for the kids. It's not fair for anybody. Um, but the reason I bring that all up is my daughter mentions being afraid to have to go to court and deal with a custody battle. Now, the only reason an 8-year-old girl would bring that up is if she's heard something about that. Well, yeah, she has. Because that's something that her mom's been saying. Her mom, unfortunately, will talk to the kids as if they're adults. She is more than willing to put adult issue on kids' shoulders. And that is not okay with me. a matter of fact, it makes me cringe at the thought. And uh, just furious. Furious. I went through a divorce at the same age as my son. I put a lot on my shoulder without people putting it on me. And there was a lot of threats that my parents had made to each other that I had heard and I put on my shoulder and I carried it. There are things to this day, not to go all therapy on you, that I am just now realizing, oh, I act that way because that's what I grew up with. And I'm just now finding that stuff out at 31 years old. Actually, I'm closer to 32 than 31. And I'm just now figuring that that part of my life out. Um, And it took a divorce. Or it's taken a divorce to let me find that stuff. Um, But, you know, what, what, what also makes me upset is why would she even bring up a custody battle when that has not been an issue we have a plan we've been doing the plan the whole time why on earth would there ever be a custody battle why on earth would my ex tell my daughter and tell my son there would be a custody battle so that's one nugget so that that gets just gets in my head and i'm thinking ah maybe my ex is being paranoid maybe she's not maybe maybe there's something i don't know Maybe there's something that's going to make me want full custody. Okay? 
So there's that nugget, okay? Now we're on the trail. Something, something might be going on. Then, this has happened. It, it was mentioned once, I believe, last week. But yet it was mentioned again this week. And um, one of the things we were talking about money and uh, holidays coming up and you know how much each other are spending on the kids we want it we want it to be fair we don't want one parent trying to outdo the other parent um trying to be mature about this whole fucking thing you know uh, and we're gonna grasp the moment when we see it in front of us to be mature so let's do this because nine times out of ten we're not we're little fucking high school kids fighting high school style um but, you know, my ex mentioned that she, she feels like she's drowning with debt. Okay? And I get that. There's an adjustment. You know, we both went from a two-income home to one-income home, paying our own rents, paying our own different bills. Um, but it's an adjustment that just means tighten up the belt. It's not a lifestyle adjustment. Uh, by any means and on top of that when you bitch about money and then the same day you come home and you have had lobster and steak for dinner and I am not fucking kidding you the same day today we bitch about money as in she bitched about money and then shows up with steak and fucking lobster do not bitch to me about money when you're fucking eating Roman noodles, come fucking talk. Do not eat steak and fucking lobster and bitch to me about money. Because you will be eating that shit again. <laughs> because I am not going to sit there and listen to that. Um, so that was a fun little thing. But that's not the nugget I'm talking about. In the midst of talking about drowning, um, this the subject of selling the home that we built came up. And it's come up twice. And I'm okay with that. If, if she wants to sell, let's sell. Let's do it. Uh, but the kids are not to leave the school district. So, there's another reason why she might have been worried and telling my daughter about custody. Was because she might be planning on selling the home and moving them out of the school district. Knowing that that is a no-go for me. So this is another clue that I am seeing. Alright. Next thing, you know, when she says that, I get upset. I'm like, you know, I don't want you to move them out of the school district. I don't care. You can sell the house, whatever. You know, uh, partial out the property. I'll take over the property. Um, it'd be easy. You know, it's not much land. It's six acres knock out an acre so somebody can buy the house in the fucking driveway I'll take the woods because that's all I care about that's there other than my kids boom I'm good uh, so but what, when I'm arguing about that the next thing that comes up is that I, me, the puppet master is dictating and controlling the way she can live her life sure that keeps her bound to that town but I've offered to move back she can move away I'll move back I have no fucking problem with that um, 
But then the next thing that comes up, this is what's been said twice also. If I get married in the next year or so, and my husband wants to move, you won't let me because you won't let the kids go. Now, why would somebody going through a divorce be so worried about getting married and moving? Because this has been mentioned two, if not three times to me. And this, this, this thought just keeps coming back. And I have to keep thinking about how one of my other friends has discussed this with me. And has kind of thought this throughout the whole process. That there's maybe a relationship going on. There maybe has been adultery the whole time. This might be a reality that's going on. Is it adultery now? No. She can see who she wants. She can fuck who she wants. Don't care. I would love for her to find someone. I would love for some guy to fuck the crazy out of her. Or girl! I'll be proactive here. I'll be, you know, 2018 going on 19. I'll be progressive I don't care somebody needs to fucking tame the beast I let that beast free she's in a new marketplace and I ain't a fucking buyer so I don't care who wants to fucking slaughter that not me somebody else can have that game but I will be pissed to find out that there was shit going on when we were together and when we were trying to work things out because I have questioned it And I'll get smug little giggles, which often means she's lying. And then I'll get these little hints, like talking about marriage. Who the fuck is going through a divorce and then talking about marriage? That's a goddamn psycho. No. Give yourself a couple years. Then maybe. Meet somebody that would change your mind about marriage. Then maybe. So that makes me wonder... Has she met or has she been with someone who is changing her mind about marriage and is making her want to get married and there is a chance of a moving or something like that, which would result in me wanting full custody of the kids to keep them in their schools, which then would result in them talking or my daughter talking to my or my shit. Sorry, my wife. My fuck that. My ex-wife, let's get this shit on the road. My ex-wife talking to my daughter about custody battles and having to go to court. Because other than that, a child has no place in court. Who would put that on their on themselves? So, um, this was a nice little rant. I hope it didn't come out as a rambling on this fucker's losing it um, kind of a rant. Or he's done fucking lost his biscuits. Uh, it's just some concerns, some underlying things I'm seeing. Um, and sometimes when I hear things or hear myself talk out loud, I start to put these clues together. And I've had to do this throughout this whole marriage just to get any grain of truth out of her. Um, but there's just some signs that I'm seeing right now that I'm a little weary about. And it'll be interesting to see. Interesting to see how they turn out so um as always thank you for listening and i'm not a godly man but damn pray for me